Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hi, boy. Um, I know you like to uh, do the intros these days, or some sort of alpha thing, or you got more caps or something. So, do you want to do it? No, mate, you go for it. All right. Who did it last week? I don't know, but I'd like to do it. Is that okay? Yeah. Hi, guys. Um, hey, baby girl. Uh, this is this and and guys. This is um, this week's episode of the Flats and Shanks podcast. I'm Flats. He's Shanks. Shanks, you get the baby girl reference, don't you? You want the truth. You can't handle the truth. <laughs> but I'm a motorcycle. But I'm a bike. Nicholson didn't think of. Made. I'm loving it. It's so good. Oh, Alan Partridge. This life. It's brilliant. It's just, it's that clip you sent me of, hey, baby girl. What is that? <laughs> it's like, it is, it's one of the most excruciating things I've ever seen, including, it's more excruciating, excruciating than series two of The Office. I mean, everything he does is brilliant. Like his, his little facials that he pulls, like when he gets things wrong or he knows he's messed up. Um, I mean, it's the best I've seen. Oh. It's some of his finest work, honestly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All the references. It's uh. so clever. Like I think it's really layered. And you go back, you watch it, you'll actually hear stuff that you didn't hear first time round. Yeah, brilliant. It's brilliant. I mean, I don't He's... watch it live on a Friday night because you know I'm I'm busy. I, you know, I've got social life. I'm just out partying and hitting bombs at the golf club. You're too busy getting on it, aren't you? Or Jaeger bombs. Um, but I'll watch it on a, a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon, and it will tickle me. And I'll have to text Ross Harris straight away. Harry's. Um, Ross Harry's. Big fan of it as well. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so good. I mean, have you watched them, or are you just getting the clips that I've sent No, I get you? the clips from you, and I, I keep saying to myself, I'm going to... Oh, mate. Last gonna, week he was with the I've watched, I've watched one, and it was like brutally funny and I was like right I'm actually gonna it's almost like I'm saving it up like my favourite biscuit okay yeah. I watch them all at once at some hoarding point hoarding them up and then you're just gonna yeah. properly do a job on yourself I can't watch TV on a Saturday afternoon or a Sunday afternoon what are you doing that I'm not if I can watch rugby if I've got clearance for that well, I didn't work I'm this home, weekend yeah if I'm at home I can't watch telly I'm not allowed why because it's like oh you got a weekend off oh just do something let's go for a walk all right. Mate, it's 25 minutes long. I you're allowed to watch it. 25 minutes out of a whole day. I get evil looks, mate. No, you're right. You're dead right. I could prioritize that. I yeah. need to sort my life out a little bit. Yeah. It's, it's not news to anyone that Steve Coogan is a genius, but he is a genius. He's also a car freak. 
like me, which is another reason we'd get on. Yeah. Um, but if you had to pick between him and Gervais, oh, it's a tough one. I think and you'd I, probably laugh more with Ricky Gervais. He strikes me as sort of guy who's funny all the time. I don't know, though. Like, I mean, Partridge, he just keeps reinventing himself all the time. Like, David Brent's gone. Yeah, we had a we had what do we have two series and a, a couple of Christmas specials. Yeah, this guy just keeps delivering every year. Yeah, the postman. I think he, it's Partridge. Yeah. I think it's Coogan, mate. Okay, okay. Well, you have him. I'll have Rick. I okay. feel like Coogan might go a bit dark, but then I feel like if I want to start talking about cars, Ricky Gervais would hammer me for it and and call for guard, mm. and Steve Coogan would humour me and keep me going. To so me, I don't know. I don't know, boy. Um, hey, look, most importantly, what people want to know is uh, two questions for you. How much golf have you played since we last spoke? And have you cooked anything interesting? This is a rugby podcast, by the way. No, I haven't played golf. Uh, huh. this, this weekend was too busy. Uh, and I've been had a bit of work. I've okay. played last week, but not yet. I'm going to play this week. What have I cooked? Um, nothing interesting, Flats, because... I went out for food on Friday afternoon in a little Feel restaurant good. called Le Monde. Love it. Been there. In Cardiff. Uh, went well, bit, there used to be one in Bristol, fella. There ain't no more, but yeah. Mm. Um, can't go wrong there, mate. It's a brasserie type. Often I'll eat fish there, but I didn't. I thought, do you know what? I'm going steak and chips. You I want to know where I am. Exactly. So did cool. that. Uh, I actually, I've had double red meat this week. I normally only have it once a week, but... I cooked a roast dinner on Sunday, but I used some field and flour fillet. Mm. So seared it off in garlic butter, put it in the oven in the frying pan, mm. pulled the frying pan out, and then forgot that it's hot and grabbed the handle and, ooh, ouch. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff, mate. Well done. Palmer ham was a bit like plastic for a bit. Okay. Uh, and yeah. and that's been it, mate. That's been it. I ordered a Domino's on Saturday oh. because I was feeling slightly needy. Should I say? Two and a half thousand calories in one hit. Is it? Yeah. Oh, that's your, that, That's for you. That's for you, intake. if you're trying to stay in Nick, that is probably a bit more than your recommended daily intake in one hit. Well, I don't know, mate. Uh, I'm not going to listen to you. What I will do is um, Instagram Sam Warbling live and find out from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Thoroughbred horse, mind. Veiny. Horse's nose, should I say. He's as veiny as a, he's as veiny as a thoroughbred horse. He's as lean as a thoroughbred. Duh, is the calorie count still high if you go thin base? No, it's, no, it's calorie-free then. Okay, and I suppose the extra calories of the chicken strippers, because why would you just have a pizza? You can't just have a pizza, that's chicken weird. Chicken strippers? Yeah. Are they called strippers? Yeah. <laughs> Big awesome. time. Awesome. I'm pretending like you don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm not, it's not is it what's it called a a big mat a what's big what a chi- big chinese tra- take a t- <laughs> <laughs> um so you went out to a restaurant you haven't played golf okay yeah um, have you done anything interesting in the last sort of week or so um and how was your restaurant experience are you like oh it's so good to be back out there or you're like this is exactly what it was like before um, it's a bit, it is different because you've got smaller groups. You've got to book places if you want to go for a, a little drink after. Um, uh, you, you, but you can book and pre-order drinks, which is quite good. So, you know, if we book peppermint or be at one, you know, we can order six porn star martinis. Be at one. When we get there, you are what you drink. I've always said that. Um, um, but no, mate, nothing, nothing. That interesting, uh, apart from watching near enough eight hours of golf yesterday. Did Phil Mickelson win? <laughs> what? What tournament was it? You just said, come on, Phil, and I presume that was Mickelson, and it was golf. I don't know anything else. Yeah, of course he won. Um, unbelievable victory, mate. 50 years old, nearly 51, the oldest professional major winner, uh, because apparently there's a guy who was over 50 who won an amateur major. Back in like 1920s. Thank you, Martin Gillingham, for putting on straight. Gillow. Yeah, but they don't count, do they, amateurs? Anyway. It's not professional, is it? Um, cares about them. Yeah. Brilliant. So Brilliant. he's my favourite left-handed golfer of all time, Phil Mickelson. Mm. Bub is good as well, mind. Is he left-handed? Yep. Ah, nice. Yeah, you got, got it. Right. Wasn't, isn't he a bit of a tosser, though? You what? Isn't Phil Mickelson a bit of a prick? 
He's loved, mate. Is he? Ah, oh, right. Okay. My, he is loved. Mayor Cooper. He's loved. Because um, I, I did read once that someone or someone said on social media, which means nothing, but someone said um, that everyone else had flown together to a tournament for the Ryder Cup or something. He took his own jet um, and they were like, typical Phil, what a prick or something like that. And I was, well, I thought to myself, legend, I'd be doing Sounds that. like something you would do. And yeah. You're so liked. Yeah, 100%. I mean, am I? Tolerated. But, no, but I... I I feel like I'd heard that he's a tosser. Well, I don't know because I'm, I'm not in those circles, but a lot of people waited around for him after he won and were giving him big hugs. Oh, and anytime great. he's online doing, uh, not online, on TV, he's so funny and engaging. Oh, I don't great. think him and Nick Faldo get on that well, though. There seems to be a little bit of animosity there between them. But um, I haven't, I've, I feel like, again, I could be wrong here, but I feel I've a few people don't get on with Nick Faldo. Fanny. Fanny. Hmm. Um, but what? You but, know, um, VJ Singh. Yeah, uh, wanted to marry Nick Fowler's caddy. Did he? Yeah, wanted, wanted to make, to make a, a fanny, fanny sing. sing. <laughs> Sorry, Mate, yeah, yeah. Just let me do the jokes, all right? You, Sorry, you know, let like, me, I worked let me out for myself. Line. I yeah. worked out. Yeah, because I gave you the fanny before, didn't I? It's a name, all right? <laughs> it's a reference to a name. Uh, that's good. Have you ever look on on slight slight tangent? Have you ever? Yeah different words that can be made up from your own name like tom can be mott um but in shanklin have you ever you realized that the word kiln can ever can be made from your within your surname the letters are within your surname have you ever thought of doing some sort of corporate partnership or instagram paid partnership with kiln dried logs from the petrol station no no, me neither. All right. But I'd look at my name flat and I think to myself, well, surely there's a commercial property gig to be done here, deal to be done here, but nothing. Yeah, you you have to think with Sam Warburton like bread, but no. Yeah, but has that never been done? He's actually done braces bread, I think. Oh, uh, my God. What which, a coup for Welsh them. company. What a coup for them. Mm. In a sense, if you use them for braces, you, you, you're also advertising Warburton, aren't you, without, aren't you? Of course mm. you are. You're saying Warburton on all your adverts. I don't you know. You could do like Dave Coaches, couldn't you? Yeah. But it's like if you had someone called Steve Kingsmill, yeah. you wouldn't get him to advertise Warburton's bread, would you? Mm, there's an Italian player who's, I can't remember his first name, but his surname's Ferrari. Simone Ferrari. Yep. Yeah. Um, one, and he's it? a tighter prop, big fella, least Ferrari-ish player in the team. Do you think, now if you're a Formula One driver, like if you drive for Renault, like what are they going to give you? Like a McGann, maybe exactly. a maybe a Clio, a Williams this Clio. Before. Yep. Um, if you drive for Mercedes, you get a nice C class, maybe greater, or it could be a coupe. You know, if you've not got a family, or I mean, if you went drove for Ferrari, I'm just assuming you're going to get a car, aren't you? Get a Ferrari, and if you drive for McLaren, you get a McLaren. If you drive for Mercedes, to be fair, Tommy, they do have some pretty immense cars at the top of their range, but yeah, big time. Renault, no thanks. They, Renault Sport are great cars, like, but they're not in the same league as Ferraris and McLarens. Come on. You might not know this, and I don't know. Uh, people will know, but I wonder what engine Red Bull have. Do you know? Is it a Renault? Is it a Honda? Don't know. Hmm. Interesting. But um, Max Verstappen won the Monaco Grand Prix. That's the only why, reason why I'm oh, good on him. saying this. Yeah. You like a bit of Grand Prix, don't you? I do. I do. Which is odd, because you don't have... I mean, you've got... A, you're, You've got a very nice car indeed, but you're not really into cars, are you? I mean, Monaco is one of the original Grand Prix, but it's not the most exciting. It's shit. Because it's the there's, not many, there's not many um, corners or straights to be able to overtake. Yeah. Um, if you lead, basically, you don't make any mistakes. That's yeah. it. You know, you can't use DRS. Um, yeah. but, but it's still nice. still like to go. It's iconic, but it's the worst bit. It's what like if a anyone's got a scrum. boat? that would moor it up in uh, Monaco and just let me and you entertain guests. Wouldn't want, wouldn't want a fee. Well, I would. Maybe 10 grand, but... Yeah. And we can we can just do drinking games. There will be somebody. Um, I tell you what, I don't want to say names here because it would be really inappropriate, but Chris Wishlade, who's probably listening to this, mm. uh, good bloke, you know Chris. Uh, yeah, I saw of, him the other week. mate of Francois Lowe, good fella, and... Um, he said he saw you and you were offensive um, and good form. Um, 
he must know someone. I watched him nobble two drives off the eighth hole at Berkshire, and oh, he nobbled one about four meters. And I thought, should I get my phone out now? But I thought, nah, he's he's definitely not going to nobble the second one off the tee. You know, when he took another ball, and he did, and I was a little bit angry with myself because it was there. He was there for the taking. I can't believe you didn't. That's the, I must be the, that must be one of the first things that's ever happened within 50 metres of you that you haven't filmed. <laughs> I assumed you just wore, you had like two GoPros with full batteries every morning and just swap them over on a head cam. <laughs> I cannot wait until we meet again in Paddington Station. <laughs> <laughs> one day I'm going to have to go through my phone. And if you, like, it's it's actually quite easy because if you type in search box, the location, if I type in Paddington, like all the videos and pictures. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> so I'll do that. Um, <laughs> uh, I've, got, I've got a collection of flats walking through, looking for me around yeah, Paddington Yeah, just Station. lost at Paddington, oh, bowling just... in. I'm like, oh, for Christ. And every time it's like, I know what he's doing. <laughs> I can't find him. Like, for our listeners, you don't believe me. He, Shanks will find out what, or estimate, if because now I won't tell him what train I'm on. He'll estimate, and he will get an earlier train and oh, wait, just and just wait and hide behind a pillar at Paddington, seemingly for hours waiting. He he tracks them on an app, sees my trains coming in, and then films me coming all the way down off the train and being childish. Aren't I? I am childish. I'm childish. Hey, I went to a restaurant last week, boy. Where? London. Went up London, mate. Mm, went, to nice. top, went to a top top London restaurant. Um, very no. I went to I went out with uh, the Beast, Andy yeah. Beatty. And Sean Ruff Justice, um, and uh, and th- our three respective uh, life partners. Yeah, you don't have to be coy anymore, mate. It's rule of six, so you know you don't have to lie anymore, basically. Do you? Our six of us went out, and got yeah. got got smashed. Well, my um, my girlfriend didn't because she had to drive back from London late, and the M4 was closed at two different points, and we fell out. We fell out, and that was mainly my fault. Um, we fell out. I. I I tend to fall out with whoever my co-pilot is. Either way, when there's a divert, when the M4's shut at night, that is a theme for me because it happens to me a lot. I'm sure it does to you too. But you leave, I leave London, you know, pre-COVID and post-COVID. Hopefully, will do. I leave London quite late at night, quite often to drive home, and it's just a ball ache when you're heading out on the M4 and it's like M4 shut and you got to go down to the M3 and round or that. Yeah. But I have, I did have. In between lockdowns, I did have M4 and M3 shut at the same time, which is unforgivable. It's unforgivable from those people. So I had to go, long story short, up the M40 and down. I mean, look, I mean, it's a good story, but it ruins your week because it's an extra 30, 40 minutes of fatigue you do not need in your system. You might want to use that after dinner, mate, when we're back online. Um, were you drinking whiskey? Because I know you're trying to take up whiskey because Craig Doyle and Martin Bayfield have little chats about it and... Yeah, I, yeah, you know what? I didn't. Um, oh, that's a shame. I, it was quite warm. It was a lovely bit. The sun was out. Um, so I decided to have a couple of pints. And do you, know, do you want the honest truth from me? The honest truth is three pints of lager at dinner is actually too much for me. Not like, oh, I'm drunk, but it's actually the volume of it is actually a bit too much for me. I like a couple of pints, get to the wine. Well, we arrived in a bar called Pitch, which is on Mill Lane, and... Uh, there was five of us on Friday. We arrived there, and one of the guys said, "Oh, it's Bubs's birthday." <laughs> Just taking the piss. And uh, Ben, who runs it, came out with a he came out with a, a shot of whiskey for him. Yeah, uh, and we made him drink it. And then he said, "It's actually not my birthday. Um, can you can they all have one as well?" So then, yeah, yeah. So we had a whiskey chaser with our Guinness. You like it. And then I think we had three pints before food. And when we asked for the bill, five more whiskeys came out. Oh. I was like, that. oh, I hate, I hate it, mate. I hate it. It's like I get a burn all down my lungs. Thing is that like there will be as well. there will be whiskeys out there that won't do that to you, and you'll really like it. But no, I won't. It's, mate. So, it's so hard to find them. I won't like whiskey. I don't like whiskey. It's like I don't like olives or mushrooms. You can't make someone like it because it's expensive. It's nothing to do with expensive. You said that bit. No, you said some good whiskeys. So. I said there are, there'll be some whiskeys out there that won't do that to you. Mm. But the process of finding them can be a painful one. Yeah, nah, nah, not for me. Not for me. Um, 
Where were you the weekend? What did oh, you do? Oh, I was at my parents' house in Kent. Didn't work. So I watched actually watched the final on TV, as did Ben Kay, which I found. Ben Kay wasn't commentating, which I found a surprise. Yeah, he did um, the World Cup final, didn't he? He might have done two World Cup finals. He's done two or three now, I'd have thought. Mm. Um, um, but there you are. And uh, we'll talk about, I'm sure we'll talk about the rugby in a minute. But yeah, I actually had a weekend at my parents with um, the kids and my girlfriend. And it was it was nice. It was a good, wholesome weekend. Um, yeah. And you've been had, busy today, haven't you? I had I mean, to drive you... up. I have been, yeah. I had to drive up to Kent and back, though, in a car that isn't mine. Yeah. Um, very nice car, but it, it wasn't quite the same as driving my normal car up there. And I did enjoy something different, but I got my car back today. I went to swap it back in Bristol because I lent it to a friend yeah. um, for a long trip. And it feels good. Like You're not that into cars, but I get back in my car and I'm like on a high then for the rest of the day because I got my car back. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I've been busy, boy, mate. Because you've, you've written a couple of questions down. Yeah, you? also, about... I wasn't going to mention it. I also went for a seven-mile walk this morning at 7 a.m. But I took I don't... Like a fasting that. walk, is it? It's, do you know what? Um, a mate of mine has applied to be on a certain TV show. Um, can't say what it is because he asked me not to, but it's SAS Who Dares Wins. And... Mm-hmm. Um, just in case he gets on it, he's doing like these long yomps with weighted backpacks and stuff. And um, he's, he's not going to get on it because he, he's just not. Um, but if he's going on these walks, I said, yeah, I'll get up and I'll come along. It's good. It's good for my body to do. Yeah. Low, low, you know, sort of low heart rate, consistent, steady state cardio, basically. I didn't watch the one last night. I was watching the golf, which I'll probably watch it tonight. Um, last week was brilliant, though. Um and I think everyone who goes on there now, there's they're on there for a reason, aren't they? You know, yep. there's on they're on there for either a death of a loved one or some yeah. sort of they've been bullied or yeah, whatever, or they're dealing with PTSD from from different jobs, um, which is great because I suppose it gives them a chance to to sort of push themselves and it's the drive they want really and the drive they need i suppose as to why they're on there um but i still love it i still love Ant middleton they were talking they were saying to the guy the irish dance last week weren't they it's going you know, yeah what, yeah what military training have you done you know why are you so disciplined and he said i did it through irish dance right go on and show me <laughs> did this dance. Go on, very good <laughs> he did this dance. <laughs> very good you can see him trying not to laugh. And then Melvin, he went, now F off John Travolta. Uh, just, <laughs> yeah. <I think> so. <laughs> yeah, just so good. It just got So me. good. Uh, all the way through. It oh, this, um, I mean, now it is, so after the first or second episode, whatever it was, because I, I sort of watched a couple and I thought, obviously, this is brutally hard, what they're doing. Mm. And I thought to myself, do you know what? It just doesn't look as brutal as it has done before. And I know they're shouting at them and stuff, but they're doing one. It seems like they're doing, you never quite know, you know, what time of day it is and stuff, but there seems like they're doing one or two hard things a day, but they're, they're not doing that much in a day. Um, And I was like, I just wondered, like, maybe I must be wrong. And then Ant Middleton did an Instagram post or whatever. And he said, now you can see why I've left the show. Thank you. Now you can see what I've been dealing with or something like that to paraphrase. Thank you. SAS Australia for letting me or whatever it channel it is for letting me so he's obviously doing an Australian one and yeah. let me do it how it needs to be done so he feels like oh, maybe it's gone soft or something oh, and yeah, I know maybe. that he was very opposed to women being allowed to um, enter selection for the special forces and then five minutes later they had to include women on the show or maybe they always did I can't remember but women were included and he kind of had to treat them the same, which is great, but he had been quite public and come out and said they shouldn't be, I think they shouldn't be allowed in the special forces. And he's like, you know, I ne- never met the guy and he's mates with uh, Jason Fox, who's a lovely man. So I, I imagine for me, there must be some redeeming features, but I look at him during COVID and stuff and I think, oh, I mean, just he's got it wrong. I, I feel like I probably had just a, just a bit of a shit bloke actually. And he's like, he's, I've seen bit, I haven't read his book, so I, I absolutely hold my hands and say I have not read it and I will not read it. But I happened to stay at a friend's house last week and they've read it and said and told me that he'd said stuff like, 
you know, I do not believe in getting therapy for PTSD. And if my kids were, you know, so it's almost like if my kids were scared of swimming, I'd throw them in the river, get, get over it. And it's like, it's just, for me, it's like, well, if that's how you want to think fine, but you know, mm. it's like, not everyone thinks like you mate, and they're allowed to think differently. But then, so I was like, nah, I wouldn't, wouldn't miss him massively, but I do think he's brilliant on the show. Like he is class at hosting that show. Um, but I, I just want, I've I looked at it and thought, because everyone's backstories are they do make it interesting, um, but it's getting more and more like X Factor where well I was going to say that but yeah I didn't want to yeah it's getting like that isn't it and it's yeah it's not it's just the backstories just add a layer of interest to the story really um, but it also gives them motivation to do it because like I will never do it because I just don't have the motivation to do it but someone else might because of what they've been through and they need like that drive in their life. And they, yeah. they want to push themselves. And also, I'm not, I'm not, you know, loads of people say, for some reason, when, when, I don't know what it's like for you in Wales, but here playing rugby, we were always getting linked up with the military and the SAS and the SBS. And we became like good mates with lots of those guys. And it's like, it's cool as frig to be in the special forces. I know that and all that, but it was like constantly getting compared playing rugby with war. And it's like, no, 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 you don't compare the two. It's not the same. Having said that, I reckon I know 20 lads that would piss SAS who dares wins. Like there's loads of pro lad, pro rugby lads that would, would, of course it's difficult lying in freezing cold water and jumping into it in the dark is hard work, but I see the tattoo artist. I know loads. Yeah. I know oh. loads of lads that would dominate that. Mm. You know, I, I, I love the fact when I'm said, how dare you come on my course in shit condition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, but, but you know what? They, you you got to you got to run a certain distance in a certain time. I think it's like one and a half miles in nine minutes, nine and a half minutes, something like that. There are these things when you apply. There are these conditions, and I was watching that first one, thinking they can't do that. They couldn't run that quick. That's like remember Tony Rock, the open side who played for Saris. That's like the sort of pace he was doing. They can't mm. run like that. That's that's they haven't been. That's, that's just a, yeah. Tony fake. Rock and Roger Bannister. Yeah. But I, you know, I love the show, but I do think this is the weakest series so far. That's all right. I what were your questions that you've lined up because you've done a bit of prep today? Must all be right, bored or just having a real long poo? No, do you know what? I, uh, it was no, I was uh, I was actually blocked in, in. No, I wasn't. I was blocked in in a, no, not poo wise, because <laughs> I was in Bristol getting my car back. I was driving along, and I saw a, I literally saw down a side road the sign Borough. B-U-R-R-A and I recognised it off Instagram as the coffee bar of a couple of the Bristol players uh, I think it's Jake Heenan and uh, Luke Morahan have a coffee shop and I was like oh go on then I'll go in there for a coffee and I, I, I was just fancying a coffee so I've done my long walk and I'm a legend and I should be in the special forces and um, I pulled in and got a little flat white and came out and that was it that was me for 20 minutes I got blocked in by a van and I thought, well, what do I do here? I'm not in a rush. I do feel like punching a hole in his van. Or if I was the ultimate warrior or the Incredible Hulk, I would tip it into that wall. But he obviously, and he ended up coming out of a different shop with a coffee. And he'd just been sat having a coffee and blocked me in. Okay. Um, anyway, what were the questions then, mate? So I was, After that. I was a bit bored. All right. Top three movies hmm. that you're about to go to bed on a Tuesday night. What time do you go to bed? You're quite a nerd, aren't you? 10 half 10? About half 10, yeah. Pathetic. But, mate, I've broken sleep because of a uh, two and a half oh, year old. Yeah, I feel for you, boy. I feel for you. Um, so, half t- it's it's 20 past 10. You're about to go to bed. Mm-hmm. You've been watching Netflix and you flick off Netflix back to normal TV before you mm-hmm. just sit up and take your cereal bowl in uh, to the kitchen. Um, recycle your Domino's box and a movie is on. And it's just starting. What are the top three movies most likely to keep you up on that sofa until one in the morning? Well, school night. It's a difficult one, that mate, because movies you've seen before, so it's got to be something like I think a series is something that keep me up because if it's a good movie, I would have seen it already in the cinema, so I know what's going to happen. But with series, especially like thriller series, you know, sometimes. Often episodes are left. You're in suspense, aren't you? So yeah. something like Game of Thrones, um, Line of Duty. Um, I've written, a, I've written a few down really that would really keep me up. 
um, yeah. if I wanted to watch Line of Duty be one. I know you, you hate that. Um, <laughs> so many mistakes. Um, <laughs> and there was something to do about s- systematic. Um, what were you on about? Systematic corruption. And that was a great portrayal of that because it's not always... Yeah, anyway. Um, Broadchurch. Do you remember Broadchurch? It's, it's Mr. Everyday. Yeah. Remember Broadchurch? Murder of Danny Latimer. That was great. Homeland. Was Latimer's West Country accent real? <laughs> yeah. Have you watched Homeland? Yeah, I got bored. Series 2 bailed. Uh, it gets better. Boardwalk Empire was epic. Um, oh, was it? Yeah. It's really good. 24. Yeah, gotcha. Luther. Luther. Oh, and yeah. I've also got Major Golf because I stayed up till about quarter past twelve last night watching that. And um, you don't you don't see them as often anymore. But a real good boxing match, mostly heavyweight. Yeah, you know. So if you got a Klitschko, uh, Joshua, something like that. You know, if that's on, I'm staying up late to watch it. So I'm not sure whether Joshua Tyson is going ahead now or not because isn't there something in well, Tyson Deontay Fury's, Wilder's saying he wants whatever yeah. it is, 15 or 20 million quid to step aside. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, they're the, they're the ones that would keep me up. What about you? One suggestion, by the way, that Paul Smith, the boxer, um, who I loved watching and love love his commentary, he, he made a suggestion and just said it's just an idea. I think it might be flawed, but one way to get out of it is that Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua just give up all their belts and say, there you go. All the belts are gone. We're fighting anyway. Then they, they are then out of their they're out of that contract hole. They get paid the same. Everyone yeah. knows this, the top two heavyweights. Can you yeah. can their egos handle giving the belts back and then fighting? Interesting. Um everyone's got price. So yeah, of course yeah. they have. Mine's about 40 quid. Um yeah, I reckon uh The Guard, we've discussed that before. Uh, Brendan Gleason on this pod. That's my favorite film of all time, The Guard. Absolutely love it. Um, I have stayed up late to watch that, and I have stayed up late to watch Unforgiven with Clint Eastwood. Oh yeah, which Oscar is winning movie what, that one. Oh, is it? Yeah, I think so. God, you're good on movies. Pretty sure you're good on movies. Um, and another film that I I haven't written it down. I never write anything down that I've forgotten. Uh, but I really oh, Unforgotten was that? No, <laughs> Unforgotten. Yeah, that's another series I love. One film I stayed up late to watch was called little miss sunshine have you ever seen that what's it on mate cartonito yeah no uh, um, no I, i've heard of it yeah that's brilliant film um but the, yeah another one that would make me stay up late would be um hmm, kickboxer jean-claude van damme classic predator i'd stay up late for predator and i mean that bottom of my well, i wouldn't because i've seen them all so that's why I like a, a series that you're not sure what's going to happen. Yeah. Do you know what I, I the thing I once got a few behind cause I was really busy, um, on game of Thrones and the new one was coming out on the Monday and I wanted to watch the new one live on the Monday. So everybody went to bed and it was half 11 and I was like, right, I'm doing it. I'm watching a couple of hours in a row. So I've done it for game of Thrones. That was my, that was my most addictive ever TV series. Okay. Um, what was the other question then you had? Another question. Right. What is, what's the biggest problem you're going to face this week? What's the biggest, what's the most negative part of your week? Driving to Birmingham to fly to Belfast. <laughs> you could swim there quicker, can you? <laughs> there ain't many oh. flights. Oh, fella. Mm. That's garbage. Uh, Covering Ulster Scarlets on Saturday, so big good game though. But that's it. Yeah, it will be. Are you um, flying well, the day before? Hopefully. Flying on Friday. Yeah. Oh, hello. Club know, It's an afternoon kickoff on Hilton Bur- uh, Is it Hilton Burger? Oh, definitely be a club sandwich and chips. Diet oh, Coke. beautiful! Straight in the room. Kettle on. What biscuits we got? Mm. If not, why not? Oh, Short what channels break. we got? What channels mm. we got? I don't oh. need channels, mate. Got the iPad. Sky Go. Oh, well done, boy. Mm. I still use your Sky Go, by the way. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> What's the most negative part of your week? Um, I uh, I discovered that, you know, obviously I'm life's gone really well for me and I've got a third car. Um, so I've got a car, my girlfriend's got a car and I've got a third car, which apart from the fact that it's almost entire, almost worthless, like it's, it is worth less than the footstool that my feet are currently on, which is not worth anything. 
but I've got this old car that I really like, had it about a year, 18 months, something like that. And I thought to myself the other day, do you know what? I don't have the, uh, I can't find the V5 logbook for it. Got in touch with DVLA, not easy. It turns out I don't own it. It is not taxed. The number plate that is on it doesn't exist except for in, in its plastic form. And I basically have somehow overlooked doing any of the paperwork for that car. Sound like you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so basically, I was like, so I've been driving that car for the last 18 months. And the, do you know what they said to me? Is it insured? And weirdly, the tenuous link here is that it is insured with Pierce. Luke Pierce, the referee's dad, does all my car insurance, all, all the lads' car insurance, always has. Legend, Andrew. Piercy, obviously, mm. and he said, "No, no, it's completely legit. It's it, and it's just registered to basically the dealer you bought it from, and he happens to be a mate of mine, so he's all he's fine. And basically, the car has been insured. How has that been insured? I don't understand. But anyway, it's been insured. I paid the insurance, so I've got to go through all of that this week, and I've got to go to the post office to fill out V sixty two C or whatever it is application forms. And I'll, I'll be honest with you, it is a cloud that hangs over my head." I really don't yeah. like that sort of stuff. And they are the two questions, two Flatman questions. Um, might not make a weekly instalment that, but... All right, what's the best part of your week upcoming? What's the best thing you're doing? Uh, golf on Thursday morning. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's nice. That's nice, boy. Um, what's yours? Well, I got a nice, I got a couple of nice bits going on work-wise this week, Land Rover and Vodafone and stuff, and that's great. But I'm doing oh, wing- nice. I got Wings Day on Thursday. Wings Day, chicken wings. Ah, oh. I got three bags of them from Field and Flower. Went, I just hit times three. Where'd you go? Barbecue them. or Piri Piri? Uh, Piri Piri. Mm-hmm. Lovely. Which I regret now because now the kids might not eat them. Hold up! What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Uh, you mentioned yeah. Luke Pierce. He refed at the weekend. Yeah, what a great job he did. Yeah, although Ronan Agar wasn't happy with the decision, missed right at the end. I'm not sure he was supporting his own weight when uh, they're on the ball. I had a, a couple of looks at that this morning, and yeah. it wasn't clear and obvious. I don't know. I can't remember who was Jacqueline for La Rochelle. I think it might have been one of the front rowers, but to me, it didn't quite look like he was fully supporting his own weight, but. Yeah, uh, I mean, he'd be a little bit upset maybe about it. You could see it going both ways, but I don't think he's supporting his own weight. But there we go. Um, but Bottier being sent off 25 <sighs> minutes. Oh, <sighs> dad did so well to come back on. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that, was, that was big. That what was, a hit. It was, yeah, it was Luke a Pierce, great Luke hit. Pierce, I agree, was brilliant, by the way. I was chuckling. It was a great hit on uh, someone at six foot four. Um, but not someone else <laughs> under <laughs> five <six> nine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Um, and built like a English teacher. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I was gutted. I, I wasn't, I'm mainly gutted because I want to watch him. Yeah. So do I. I bet that essentially killed the game off really. Although Lauchel had a couple of opportunities, but to be honest, mate, 
it was a different game from what we've been watching recently, I suppose, in Rainbow Cup and in Gallagher Premiership because it doesn't really matter how you win, does it? It doesn't really matter about what you do on the field and it's purely about winning when it comes down to final stages. So, you know, I was hoping for one of these all-out, fast-tempo games, but there was a little bit of rain and it was just a battle of size basically there were some monster men on that field i mean the game didn't really kick get going until around 46 minutes i think when it was either colby or dupont made a break you know until then it was just tackle hit tackle hit really physical really tough but it just two nervous teams basically which which you're going to get in a final um what a ball by um, Entomac over the top though for the try. Yep, it's class, it's beautiful, mate. isn't it? You see, it, it took, you see the, the world. Toulouse class. lads took ski goggles in their bags. <laughs> That's something I would do just in case. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't a full stormtrooper outfit. <laughs> you cannot tell anyone. <laughs> yeah. just in case. But they must have known each other. They they must have told each other. There must there must have been at least three or four of them that knew they were taking ski goggles. Uh, but you can't mention it to anyone. No, absolutely anyone. Just in case. No way. Mm. No, no way. Um, no, I, I, one of my favourite bits during the game was when um, Nick Mullins asked Sam Warburton and Austin Healy to just sum up the game in a word so far, uh, maybe two That's words. Hard. And I thought, I thought, will Sam Warburton uh, be eloquent and reasonably polite? Yes, he was. Then I thought, will Austin just say exactly what he thinks straight away? Yes, he did. And he said, it's dull. I was like, yeah. "Yep, it is. It was crap." Like, I know underwhelming. It's, a little yeah, bit. there you go. Because it, because it, it was a just wasn't a very good game for most of it. But then doesn't matter though, does it, mate? The occasion, yeah, it, massively. Yeah, massively. So I really you enjoyed see, it, but it objectively wasn't a good game of rugby. Really, they played better rugby in pool games and yeah. in quarters and semis. So, mm. but no one remembers that. I mean, it's just another win for for Toulouse. I mean, I love listening to Ron Agara though speak. Like he's so good. I think Brian Driscoll mentioned it. Like his sound bites are incredible. Yeah. Like he speaks so much sense. He takes his time. So, you know, sometimes when you you're doing stuff on TV, often you don't know where you're going, how you're going to end, what's going to come out. He knows exactly what he's saying. Yeah. Like from start to finish. He's so composed and um you can tell he's super intelligent. Um, yeah that's it you can tell how bright he is can't you yeah um you can and you know like you know if there's okay you, you and i haven't been coaching for the last 10 years but let's say when when you retire eight tiny 10 years ago whatever it is there aren't there are coaches that you know there aren't many people in rugby that would know more about you than playing you know who've just just about playing center at top level or whatever no one would you're right yeah no one would exactly but Actually, it's not, it's, it's a bit, it's a combination of, it's just like being a commentator, actually. It's a combination to different ratios, how much, of how much you know versus how well you can communicate what you know. Mm, and it's so much to do with being a commentator is more about communicating, but you do need to know a lot, but you just don't need to delve into it in, with, you know, this sort of as intricately and is in as much detail as Ronan O'Gara would or a Sam Vesti would or a Dwayne Peel would. You just, because actually that will ruin the experience for the viewers. So you can't do that. You've got to back off a bit, but actually you, you can imagine Ronan O'Gara's communication in whatever language he's comfortable speaking being excellent, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. Really clear, concise, thought about. Whereas I'd be coaching and no one would ever get to do any actual training because I'd be talking the <laughs> whole time. And then people would say to you, I'm not feeling great. And you'd say, yeah. piss off with your emotions. We'll pick someone else. You'd be like this, right? Any questions? No, about me. <laughs> yeah, guys, 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 not the game. How does everyone think I'm doing in coaching? Yeah. Um, yeah, but great to have fans back, Flats. It makes a massive difference. And see people there. I know it's obviously spread out because um, that's the only way you're allowed to watch games. But it's still good to hear noise and hear actual proper noise in a stadium. And yeah. I'm sure players will see it as well. Mate, the scenes in the golf with, with crowds back in America were unbelievable. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, especially walking up the 18th because um, Brooks Kepka and Phil Mickelson were the last two parents, so all the crowds were following. They were just absorbed by crowds and security having to push their way through. Brilliant. Brilliant mm-hmm. to see because we've been starved from it so long. Um, and Leicester, Montpellier on the Friday night, the mm. Challenge Cup, you know, a, a competition that, you know, we've both won. Yeah. Um, 
essentially, you know, we're champions of Europe. It's a big one. It's a big sort one. Sort of. Yeah. Sort of. It's a big one. Um, Leicester came so close. I know. Mm. I know. I, I quite enjoyed that game, actually. Um, obviously, I you know, we all look at different things, but I was super impressed by Leicester's power. Like, their maul was mega. Really good, wasn't Cole it? Cole and Genge, Tom Young's classmate. Dan Cole, I know everyone wrote him off after the World Cup final a couple of years ago. He's, he doesn't do this, a lot of the stuff that Sinclair does and Furlong does. I know that. But primary role stuff, he has still got it big time. Mm. Big time. He is like a major player for Leicester Tigers at the moment. He's playing. He kick chases hard. His scrum and line out work is outstanding. Mm. He is just really hard to get get win. You know, do over. Uh, Jasper Visa has he been capped? I don't. Know, I don't actually. think he has. Um, See, Lazowski's hit on him. Yeah, I know. I know he, he has some help from his mate, but Lazowski doesn't muck about, does he? Not at all. And for him to, I wouldn't say maybe play slightly out of position at ten when he's probably better twelve or thirteen. You yeah, know, because. You know, ten is like it's like nine, isn't it? You've got to be playing that position constantly, constantly, because it's so much about feel. It's so much about instinct. It's plotting your way around a rugby field. And yeah, thought he did an excellent job. Um, you know, he's a real deal, that's for sure. Yeah, I like, and I did like Andre Pollard when he came on. I mm. did like. I mean, he's big. He smashed. I can't remember who he smashed, but I I like him. I like the way he goes about. He is the key man, place. mate, for South Africa. If especially with the Lions coming up, it was the same in the World Cup. If you took him out of that South Africa team during the World Cup, they're not winning it, mate, because they don't. Yeah, I don't think they've got the quality be behind him at all. I think he's so pivotal. Pivotal. Say it for me, mate. Pivotal. Pivotal. That'll do. In the way South Africa want to play. Yeah, um, that he's invaluable to him. So. If he stays fit, South Africa, a total different unit. By the way, I'm looking on online and I think Jasper Visa is not capped, mm. which says to me, I know the whole, uh, you know, got to be careful how you say this, make him English as quickly as possible and give him caps because he is a freaky ball carrier. Oof. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's, it's, it's difficult, I think, for the South Africans that to get capped when they're playing away from home, you know. So I think it's easier when South Africans have, have been capped when they've been playing in South Africa for a South African team and then leave. But I think it's quite difficult for South Africans who were playing outside of South Africa to get capped. Apparently. Yeah. So yeah and Kins, that's what Bobby Skinstad told me anyway. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And, you know, Sam Simmons can't get capped, so I guess Revis <laughs> yeah. is not getting any. Um, and right. Zach Mercer can't get a cap. But I did I did actually enjoy it. I'll tell you who I loved, uh Maroney, the Argentinian centre. Mate, he is just smashing people mm. the whole time. He is a lunatic, mate. In a good way. In a good way. He mm. is a lunatic. I love that guy. I thought you might like him. They're a lot like that. A lot of the Argentine uh, Argentinian centres are. Just, they just hit hard. They run hard. They hit hard. They all do though. That's just they're like Italy, really, but with a a lot more skill. Yeah. Basically. You know, that that's the type of game they play. Yeah, there aren't many... Properly aggressive. Was it um, Juan Martin Hernandez? Was that him? The beautiful guy, El Magico, yep. whatever they call him. And he could hit... Maybe he hit Alex Tulangi in the corner. Yeah. Oh. But he's yeah. like he was like the graceful, pretty boy, and he could nail people. Like Lazowski, who's like athletic, you know, clean cut, handsome, skillful, mm. fast. Yeah, nice one. He leathers people. And you're like... Then all, but they are. You, whenever you play against Argentina at any level, it is physically bloody hard work, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but I liked him. I thought I thought you might like him. Yeah. Um, I do, mate. I keep going. That will um, do us. There's not much rugby to talk about this weekend, really. No, we two, don't need it. Two games that were okay, but they were both finals, so no one really cared about the quality. You know, it's just the win was the most important thing. So yeah, we'll probably forget them pretty quickly. Yeah, already forgotten them. But and we'll move on to next week, which is back to Rainbow Cup and Gallagher Rugby. So yeah. get your questions in, guys, all right? Tweet us. Um, actually, leave us a review, will you, with five stars? Because we've not had one for, what, six months? So please do. Here's a question for you. Mm -hmm. I'm doing Quinn's Bath on Saturday. Quinn's look like they're nailed on top four. Bath aren't going to make playoffs, but they want to be top eight for Europe and all that. If you're Stuart Hooper running Bath... Do you basically pick half a second team to get lads games before the next season so they're a bit more experienced? Or do you go flat out and try and win against the top four team when it makes no real difference? 
how confident is he that the board are behind him? Is what I would say. Ah, oh, good question. If he's under pressure, which I think he is, I think people want to see performances. So it's a tough one, really. Um, good question from you, Tommy. Who yeah, good reply. Bath are under a bit of pressure, mate. So mm. I think it's not really the time to. At some stage, you're going to have to look. If the board are 100 behind him, then yeah, you know, if he's if he's confident that you know, no matter what the results in the next sort of six months, then they're going to stick by him. Then yeah, by all means do it, you know, but there's a lot of expectation with Bath. It's not like uh, Newport Gwent Dragons, you know, that Dean um, Ryan has got hold of where, yeah. you know, he can pick whatever team he wants really. And he's, he's grown them and they are actually getting better now and you're seeing a big yeah. change. So I think people want to see results quickly because Bath is such a big club with such a big name, with such a big history that, um, People will, will want to see good performances, so full on, I'd say. Yeah, okay, good answer. Well done. All right, well, you. Um, I have a good one, fella. Okay. Yeah, you too. And I'll uh, let you know how the V sixty two application goes for the log and the V for the V. Oh uh, yeah, and I'll I'll think of some. I'll think of two questions next week. Um, Cheers, mate. It's just a bit of prep. That's what I'm about. Okay? Yeah. So favorite position. Right. Come <laughs> off. Cheers, boy. Hooker. Okay, bye. <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.